This will be episode five of my personal podcast that I have going on on Anchor. This will be a basketball podcast. Anybody who wants to join, you can join. We're going to talk about hooping. Hooping and hooping exclusively. And I'm going to be honest with you. There's just so many angles we can have this discussion at. But let's talk about LeBron. All right. You don't got to like this, man. You don't got to love him. But the slender, it's true. Everybody's like, oh, there's no slender. It is slender, bro. He's the second best person to ever play basketball, period. At worst. At worst, he's the second best person to ever touch a basketball. You trying to compare him to Kevin Durant, and nobody ever tried to compare Michael Jordan to the glove. Ain't nobody ever tried to compare Michael Jordan to Isaiah Thomas. I mean, because... If the success was just obvious. It's the same thing with Kevin Durant. Whoop the fucking do. He got two rings, I think. I, mean, I think he has two. I hope he has two. I mean, on a power team, good job. I appreciate you. But we're talking about, like, LeBron. LeBron carried his team to the finals before he had hair on his balls, dog. Like, at the end of the day, like, that's something that also that all the greats do. They carry their team to the finals real quick and lose and understand they need a team. Like, if you ever done that, you don't know what we're talking about. And it's like Kevin Durant did that, but it was really more Westbrook getting there than him. Like, I just don't understand where this Kevin Durant, LeBron James comparison comes from. On on paper, it makes sense. But when you look at the trophy case, it's just a different conversation. It is a completely different conversation. It's like LeBron got his slate full reigns. Okay, they're there. What can you really give Kevin Durant for it? That's just that's just the facts, you know. Going on the other hoopage, I think it's time we talk about the youngest ball brother. He's hooping out of control. Until he broke his wrist, he was looking like a young Magic Johnson. That's just the absolute facts. Like, I honestly, honestly, my expectations for him was like fifteen, nine, and nine, and I feel like he did better than that. Like. That young man's a hooper, and if not for a broken wrist, would probably have been rookie of the year, easy money. His trade was the only sketchy thing, and he cleaned that up. Like, if he keeps progressing from here, it's not even a question. Um, What's going on with Pascal Shackham? He's regressing back to a 15-point guy, He's and I don't understand it. Like, he's playing labored. He's... He's he's his minutes look the same, but it's he's it's almost it feels like he's coming off the bench. And when he does hoop, it's super inefficient. He'll drop you 28, but be like 34%. Bro, you're a power four, bro. People really want to need to see 50% from you, 55. Even if you're a scoring power four, you want to be in a 40% area. And I don't know what's going on with Pat with Pascal, but Pascal Shackham is low-key slipping and 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 it's a fall from grace that's tough to that's just real tough to watch. Um Let's see. I didn't think anything but Thanos could defeat the Nets, but come to find out, it was the injury bug that would do it. Um, it's amazing to me what how that everything played out because I thought this playoffs was going to be a net stomp session to the finals, and depending on who was there, it was that might be a tough fight. But they was pretty much going pretty much have to pretty much thug it out and get a fight, a, a, a game six or seven win, no matter who they was winning fighting, um, no matter who they was playing. Um, and what ended up happening was Kevin Durant tried to save the world and failed. 
and it's crazy because you had James Harden and Kyrie Irving, and they both did what they always do. They get hurt right before it matters. Yeah, I just spilled some tea. Um, I'm going to start talking recklessly for views and clout. Um, Giannis tried to hold that down. Y'all, everybody tried to put a stigma on this man in this playoffs. He really tried to hold that down. He was dropping about 34, 40 every chance you really got to look at him. Um, and Chris Middleton tried to hold that down as well. He had some funky games. I'm not going to lie. I think he had like a nine-point, five-point, and a four-point game. But he would also have some wild 28 and 17 rebound games that, like, you got to respect that. Um, Trey Young is a minister to society. He he's I bet every NBA front office in the world hates this man because this man single handedly dismantled everything everybody believed in. <laughs> um, let's see here. Is Jordan better than LeBron? Now let's talk about it. Now it depends on how you look at it. Now, Michael Jordan, to me, is is the best person to ever play on basically one team. But if you count the Wizards, if you count the Wizards, if you count the Wizards as part of Michael Jordan's career at all whatsoever, LeBron's better. Period. Michael Jordan wilded out on his legacy when he played for the Wizards. And we can't act like the Wizards just didn't happen. And let's not be like, oh, Kwame Brown. Michael Jordan was shooting 20, 20 points on a wild clip. I think that shit was like 28 or 30-something percent. I mean, come on, bro. Like, if you count the Wizards, bro, I'm going to be 100 with you. Michael Jordan, most certainly, it, it gets beat out by LeBron. Um, those, not only do you, not only do you have to count, because this, this real shit, not only do you have to count the play he did on the Wizards, but the team failure. Like, if you're going to count LeBron's failure at the, at the, at the, at the um, Lakers, which happened, and you're going to count LeBron's failure when he first got to the Heat, which happened, Bro, you have to look at Michael Jordan at the Wizards and Michael Jordan earlier in the Bulls a little sideways. Yes, when Michael Jordan hit the playoffs, I mean, hit the finals, it was over. That's cool. That's true. But if Michael Jordan reached the finals, is a question. Niggas could stop him before he got there. That was possible, and we don't talk about that. He three-peated. Awesome. But other than the fact that he was missing, um, before that three-peat, he was, niggas was taxing him. The bad boys, pistons, and all it's he was beatable. That's the saying. He was he was he's not the unshakable god that people make him seem to be. Okay, that's important. Another thing. Um, do you are we really gonna are we really gonna at like LeBron doesn't get as many buckets? I understand it's a different era, it's easier to get buckets, yeah, cool. But LeBron gets similar buckets and he gets way more rebounds and he gets a tremendous amount of assists. LeBron's just so multifaceted. I feel like this shouldn't be a conversation. LeBron, um, LeBron James is the best all-around player there ever was, and Michael Jordan is pretty much the best scorer and the best athlete there ever was. But those are two different conversations. So if we talk about the best basketball player in history. It's pretty much LeBron James and Will Chamberlain. But then I want to hear about that. But yeah, I think it's Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain, LeBron James, Michael Jordan. That's the order. That's where we gonna be at. That's where it should have been at. That's where it should have always been at. We don't want to talk about that. Will Chamberlain dropped 100 points in a, in an era that made no sense. Like, Will Chamberlain was playing NBA at 17. Le- Le- LeBron, talking about LeBron playing NBA out of high school, Will Chamberlain was playing it in high school. Will Chamberlain, <laughs> Will Chamberlain played 
played as as the main player as, on one team and then jumped to the Lakers and became the and became the most notorious nigga in history. Like Wu Chamberlain made an autobiography about doing a hundred women at once, and then and then it's believable only because he got a hundred buckets. Like all I'm saying is this: Wilt Chamberlain, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and uh, and then it's like Hakeem. Uh, um, or is it a Hakeem or um Olajuwon or um or it's um Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? You know, it's it's gonna it's gonna have to shake like that. Actually, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar could be in this conversation in so many sideways ways because I could argue he better than LeBron or Jordan because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was really really good. Larry Bird, if allowed to have been unleashed, could have been a different person, but. I don't even, and this is argument that people don't want to hear because everybody wants to revere him so well. I don't think that that's true because of his back injuries. I feel like if you unleash Larry Bird, you risk injuring him faster. His career would have been more of a bright and brightening sun, more of a supernova if they didn't if they didn't use him only as necessary for the win. If they really poured it on with extra Bird, um, think about it. Every time he Bird hooped, like it went real crazy, he was using another body part because another body part was hurting. Like, if you really was to unleash the bird, he'll probably give you 80 points and then you can't play him for the rest of the season until damn near the playoffs type shit. And then 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 come the playoffs because of the way the era was, you couldn't sit this man because tell one of those all-star players in the 80s and 90s that they couldn't play. They'll probably beat your ass. So I'll meet you, I'll beat you in the parking lot, buddy. <laughs> but no, so I'm just saying, personally, I just feel like when we're comparing different eras, all this gets is taken into account but once we compare the playing styles, it's a different conversation. I think LeBron gets it. Do I like LeBron? Is LeBron my favorite player? No. No, he's not. I think at current, he's a fading star. And I think on his team, if Anthony Davis has some nuts, Anthony Davis would be a better player. But Anthony Davis shrinks in big moments, and that's why LeBron is the perfect running mate for him. And I don't think we talk about that enough. Everybody's like, oh, LeBron's the second best player on his team in fair weather. In, in fair weather, LeBron James is the second best player on his team. But LeBron is giving you that 25, 10, and 10 no matter what the rain is looking like. Anthony Davis, if it start raining outside, that man will give you 17 points and eight rebounds and call it a day. Call it a night, call it a night. And that's some shit LeBron just doesn't do that often. Anthony Davis does that way too consistency, consistently. But like when LeBron does that, you know for a fact you're getting a 50-point game. Anthony Davis just now started being able to do that for you, where he'll fuck off and just, and he got hurt doing that. He, he was LeBron for one moment and got hurt. Like, come on, bro. We need to stop slandering this man. Like, Kevin Durant gets slandered. I'm like, bro, why can't two things be true at once? Why can't LeBron be better than him and Kevin Durant be the best scorer of all time? That's just the truth. Why can't we just say, if you need a bucket at any moment, Kevin Durant is probably who you want to give the ball to if you don't know where you're at in the court. If you're blind and you don't know where you're at in the court, it might. if you need a dunk, you might need a three. You you can't call it. And you can give the ball to anybody. You're going to give it to Kevin Durant. If you need a three, yeah, you're going to Stephen. But if you don't know what kind of bucket you need, you just need a bucket, you need somebody to pull a bucket out their butt cheeks, you're going to always call Kevin Durant. And that's just the truth. But then... But that doesn't mean all right, but here's the thing. When Le, when Kevin Durant gives you fifty points, and that's him on a turn night, and LeBron gives you forty five, but LeBron gives you fifteen assists and nine rebounds. Understand that those and Kevin Durant gives you five assists and ten rebounds, 
understand that those 15 assists weigh out way more heavily. Because that 15 assists, first of all, when is LeBron? I, I guarantee you 50, 50 to 32% of these assists is to three-pointers. Ugh. And then on top of that, a lot, the, or they're just demoralizing. He has a lot of demoralizing assists. And really pick apart, make you feel like your defense is pointless assists. And that's just what the situation is. Um, So I just feel like when we discuss things on a LeBron level, I just feel like they're slender with slandering our stars of today in general and bringing them down in order to bring the old generation up. When why can't why can't they were good at certain things? The stars of the day don't even do those things. And are they better or worse? Depends on what you need in the game. But in today's game, they're better. Because if Michael Jordan takes that same game, he'll just fall out. Oh, the rule's different. Why? Because everybody talks about it as if when we go back, we're going to go back 90s rules. What about today's rules? They can't even play in today's game. Real life. I guarantee you. And Shaq has all but said this. But if Shaquille O'Neal joined the league today as a rookie, he would stay that slender, weird, um, he was oddly strong and kind of on orthodox size he was when he was a rookie. He would have never bulked up. Because he'd just be a foul machine, so he he would state that size, and he'd probably be like and he and he he it sounds bold, but he's right. He'd have been a, he'd have been a, a different type of Giannis. He'd have been a he'd have been a Giannis that could shoot probably a better free throw clip, a better three point clip, and honestly, and believe because Scrawny Shaq was actually a better free throw shooter and a better three point shooter. But um, but so he would have been a better at that, better at those things. He had, would have had a jump shot. He just would have been way more aggressive in the paint. And he probably would have drew probably about four or five fouls a game. That's just the facts. It's Shaq. Even Scrawny, he would have been, he would have, he'd had a chip on his shoulder. So I'm just saying, if we're talking to like the way people would have approached things, everybody's like, oh, I would have went ham. Yeah, but you'd have done things completely differently. You're assuming you'd have been so good at that and that they're not doing that that good. But I don't know for a fact that if you were in their position, like you're speaking from a high chair that you could never climb in. And yet you're the one in the high chair. How is that so? You're the one who's never shot like this. Oh, we weren't allowed to shoot. Who was stopping you? Because goddammit, Reggie Miller shot as he pleased. Um, um, Tracy McGrady shot as he pleased. Like, if you really wanted to shoot like that, you could have, is my point. So don't go to acting like people got the red, green light to shoot way more often now. When if you wanted to shoot like that, you could. Jalen Rose is shooting his nuts off, even when he shouldn't have and when he couldn't have. And when he could, and when he would, and it's just what he did. He shot a lot. Chris Bosh was shooting, and that's when the arrows transitioning. And then we don't talk about the Spurs, who who grew ancient in an, they're almost fossilized in this new era, still catching W's, and they're doing the opposite. They're not shooting, and we don't discuss this. They're not taking those shots, and they are averaging similar similar stat lines a lot of their plays. The only ones taking shots like that is DeRozan. And I feel like DeRozan's kind of fell off the radar. And I feel like we should pay attention to him before it's too late. I feel like he has maybe three great years left in him. And I feel, and I hope he goes to a different team. I I feel like the Spurs are a bad place for him for creative reason. I feel like they're there. I feel like the Spurs are doing their best to accommodate him and make it, let him be able to be, be the type of player that he is. But I feel like they have, they lack the ability to let him be, um, and reaching my bag player that he is, which is he needs spacing, he needs ISO, he needs flooring, and he's just he's he's old in that sense. 
but he's nuanced in the fact that you don't have to set the play up that way, but you have to allow him to do that. Then those, so in other words, there have to be moving pieces that he can work off of. And if he doesn't have that, then you risk not having somebody who can really utilize their full potential. In other words, you're going to have him doing 22 points instead of 34. And I think he's capable of about 34 points a game at a pretty decent clip, but you have to just play it right. Luka, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic is LeBron 2.0, and I have to admit that. What this man did in the playoffs was nuts. This man said, I, you shall not pass. He said, I'm Gandalf the Grey at full max. Like, you can't know. Nah, I'm going to drop as many buckets as you may ever allow. I'm going to fall out giving you buckets. That's what he said and did. Luka Doncic said, I'm going to give you buckets until I passed out, and damn near passed out due to some sort of nerve injury, giving these niggas buckets. This man was injured dropping 19, felt good dropping 50 or 47 or some shit, keeping 11 assists on the game, keeping 10, 11, 15 rebounds. This man is doing it all. If he'd have came into this season in shape, Lord help us. This would have probably been his ring. And I hope he understands that. Like, I hope he understands his lack of preparation probably is what cost him the ring because he wasn't ready for this season and it showed. He pulled a Charles Barkley low key. But if he wouldn't have did that, we would be having a whole different conversation. Well, that calls it for my NBA segment. This was the sports version of the M Swag Johnson Random Thoughts podcast show. This will be on Anchor. Mingo Swag Johnson, M Swag Johnson. Look me up on all platforms. Um, I'm just trying to get in with the green room, baby. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all follow me. I will follow you back. You know what I'm saying? I hope you like my page. I hope you like my content. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing my best not to be whack. These are unintentional bars. You know, I hang with my homies and my boys, and I hang with some stars. Hey. <laughs>